So today's episode of That's a Retrograde is brought to you in part by TradeZ.com. One of our favorite destinations on the internet to fall into a shopping K-hole. TradeZ.com is the place on the internet for luxury designer names at a discount of up to 90% off retail. It's incredible. You can get new pieces with tags, items you can still find in the stores. You can shop clothing, bags, shoes, accessories, even wedding stuff, rare and vintage items, and they're all guaranteed authentic or you get your money back 100% and they make the returns quick and simple. Which is kind of my most important barrier to entry. Personally, I'm like, can I return it if I don't like it? 100%. And not only can you buy, but you can sell using the Tradesy app. They have a super simple selling platform where you just take a photo, add the details, and publish. And the fine folks at TradeZ have brought us a fun prom- promo for our TSR listeners. That's so amazing. So you can visit TradeZ.com and you can use the promo code RETRO and get $50 off your first purchase of $400. And it makes it a lot easier if you download their app. Yes. Yeah, so namaste not paying retail prices with TradeZ. And also making money off stuff you already own in your closet. Sure, sure. Thanks, TradeZ. Well, yeah, it is. It is so retrograde. It really is. Ugh, love that jingle. I mean, we're just so lucky that you wrote that. Thanks, Steph. <laughs> did you really write that? Yeah. I did. I didn't write the, 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 music. the music, but I wrote the, the lyrics. lyrics. Very It's impressed. literally probably my biggest accomplishment. <laughs> <laughs> Aside from everything that came after just that. <laughs> well, th- that too. But it was like the precipice for a whole new exciting adventure. Thanks for doing that, Elizabeth. Thank you. And um, here we are at our summer residency at the Rama Institute. In Venice, California. Beautiful and sunny Venice. I feel like that's how all radio DJs say things. Yeah. They're like, we're streaming live from the top of the Empire State. Z100, anyone? No? <laughs> no? Call us? What? Okay. <laughs> Um, Rama is a kundalini yoga studio owned by Guru Jagat, who we are fully obsessed with, fully obsessed with. If you didn't know, Girl now crush. you know, major. major, when we met her, I was like, Elizabeth, <laughs> I'm having a panic attack. <laughs> I just met my full celebrity crush. Yes, completely. <laughs> um, and if you guys want, we are live streaming these episodes on Rama TV. So it's every Wednesday at 2.30 PM Pacific time. And then they also do hundreds of kundalini videos, meditation classes, workshops, with Guru Jagat. Um, and you should check it out if you want to live your best life. Just like live your most creative, intelligent, and supercharged life. No big deal. Supercharged. Yeah. I mean, I've been drinking a lot of coffee. All I needed to do was do Kundalini. Maybe. Probably. <laughs> Vibe shift. So you just check that out at <laughs> ramatv.com to start your free trial today. You guys are welcome. Um, and thank you. And thank you. Yeah. And I'm so excited about today's guest. She kind of loosely jumped in earlier. Which we love. We love. And I wonder if people are like, who is that mystery third Mm. voice? This is a guest who has come obsessively highly recommended. Yes. When we we put out the feelers of who should we have on, like five people said your name. Yes. So let's just introduce her and get the party going. Kelly Levesque, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited to be here. For those of you who don't know Kelly, she's a holistic nutritionist, a wellness expert, a celebrity health coach, and she's the author of a new book. Body oh, Love. Yes. Read it all. Read the Live whole in balance, weigh what you want, and free yourself from food drama forever. Yes, please. Buy fad diets. Get them out of your life and quick. Yes. So... We have, so, first of all, we opened the interview up to questions from our listeners, which we had a plethora of. But first, we'd love to get a little bit of background about how you got into the health game. In her own words. Sure. Um, well, I came out of nowhere because I really did come out of nowhere. <laughs> I had an eight-year career in cancer and genetics. So I worked on the corporate side of health and wellness. I was responsible for training oncologists in new technologies based in cancer. So basically they would take solid state tumors like breast tumors. They'd run them through a microarray, which is a technology that um, would highlight what genes are turned on in the tumor and then that oncologist would be able to choose which chemotherapy agent would work most effectively without the side effects Mm. because back in the day they would just be if someone had cancer they might throw four chemotherapy agents at someone have toxic side effects and now they know oh well 
these three wouldn't work on the gene profile that we see for this patient. So wow. technology is really advancing and I, I'm, I like, I'm a total geek when it comes to science. So that for me was a really fun space to be in. And also my parents were a little bit anti me being in the wellness space because I mean, let's be honest, I'm 34 in July. So I graduated college in 2005 and it was not like the coolest thing to go to school for. Um, you know, they either wanted me to be a doctor or like in finance. So mm -hmm. I, I took the finance route right out of college and went back to school for nutrition. So well, little did they know that you were a forward thinking woman oh, yeah. who saw what was on the horizon. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I just think it's, it's funny because it's always what I wanted to do and they can't hold me back. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, and plus whose parents don't want them to be in finance or like something. I mean, I'm very like my mom stable. Told me, like, you should be a lawyer like 400 times. I was like, I get it, but no, no, that seems like a lot of studying and yeah. I'm just not game for that. Totally. And I think, um, for me, it just became something that when it becomes a side hustle, it's really, there's no pressure, right? Mm -hmm. You can do what you love. You can research it. You can start seeing clients. You can go back to school. You can do everything that it takes and you can fund it. So for me to like go back to school and not have to like have student loans, my career could fund that. It, for me to have a photographer come in and shoot a bunch of new recipes for Instagram to share on my, my blog or like other blogs, which is what I did in the beginning and kind of how I grew was instead of saying like, I hope people find my blog, I, I would write to like my domain and laurenconrad.com and the editors of Chalkboard Magazine and say, hey, you've never heard of me before, but I wrote this recipe and I have an article supporting like why resistant starch is really good for gut bacteria. And then all of a sudden they would you know, who doesn't love free content? Smart. Hustle. When did you yeah. switch from your having a full-time job to doing this? Yeah. So, um, technically I started Be Well by Kelly in 2012 and I didn't take it full-time until September of 2015. Wow. Yeah. Wow. And you've already written a whole book? Well, yeah, it was Damn. kind of, it's kind of one of those things where, yeah, I mean, it, 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 14, 16 hour days, like really, probably not the most wellness approach to my wellness career. Um, but yeah, so I left in 2015 and then had a little bit of a freak out cause I'm used to having a 401k and a, mm. and a steady paycheck. And my husband had quit being an attorney to write movies and I was supporting him. <laughs> and so we were living really in the tree house. <laughs> <laughs> we're living in the tree house. Our parents like are freaking out. The pets heads are falling off. They're like, what are you doing? Like stay in your career, have babies. Like, you know, have the, have the normal life. Um, <laughs> what was it within you that sparked and then kept you on track for taking the untraditional route? I know so many of our listeners probably have that, that inner battle. Yeah. Well, I think it's a lot easier when you have the runway and it is a side hustle because you just do it cause you love it and you're passionate about it. And it just is something like for you guys, this podcast starts happening and you're doing it cause it's fun and you're passionate about it. And you like interviewing people and you guys are funny and so people like to listen to you. And then all of a sudden you're like, shoot, this dude, is our job. <laughs> this could be like the real deal. And then yeah. it just is. Yeah. And so that's kind of what happened to me. I probably could have left my um, corporate career I was in consul I consulted for them at the end, so it wasn't a full-time thing anymore, which was good. But I probably could have left a year earlier. I had the clientele or, like, at least the, the hours of time to do that. But it, I would have had to slow down the, gr the actual, like, production of content and the things that cost money, like keeping up your website and mm -hmm. doing that stuff. Um, so I'm really happy with the way it worked out. But in September when I left, I sort of freaked out and was like, I need another form of income. I need to, like do something else what should I do and um my friend who's a who's actually Snooki's manager was Lol. like <laughs> yeah he was Love like that. Vinny's for a while <laughs> he's like I'm with JWoww and I'm like oh my god TV, is that how TV. she got on Hollywood Medium right <laughs> oh my god I love that <laughs> show me too I'm fucking manifest destiny so hard Tyler the Medium if come you in, can hear this which you probably should be able to <laughs> technically speaking <laughs> get a psychic hit and come on the yeah. show thank you <laughs> so much like somewhere just like chilling meditating he's like oh, so retro there's a podcast that i have to be on isn't that how psychic stuff works definitely yeah i think it is podcast I mean. channeling <laughs> for sure yeah if you so were... <laughs> you you pivoted into full-time mm -hmm. was there a moment where you just kind of like started saying like this is so so it is kind of thing like this is what i'm doing 
and like getting used to that? And uh, yeah, it was weird at first, you know, because family parties with our friends. I mean, a lot of my friends have pretty traditional corporate careers. Uh, going to business school, my husband going to law school. A lot of, I mean, they're like in finance or they're in marketing for like Barbie at Mattel or whatever, you know. Yeah, that's cool. Right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're responsible for the full figure Barbie. They I'm are. pretty excited about that. that. Yes, um, finally. But honestly. I wrote my Chelsea Handler packet. The only, the only writing packet I ever wrote was for Chelsea Handler and it was all about Barbie. Really? All about full figured Barbie and how we needed one. And here it is. You and manifested that. Also, full circle, <laughs> Chelsea is one of your clients, along with many other women who we see in magazines and all of that, which is super exciting. But would you say that that really kind of helped pivot your career into where it is? Um, yeah, people are pretty obsessed with celebrities here in Los Angeles. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, obviously, I think walking into a literary agent and saying, yeah, um, I helped Jessica Alba lose 11 inches for a red carpet. I helped Molly Sims lose 22 pounds post baby. Jessica Alba's bigger than 11 inches. <laughs> yeah. She's Hasn't only four she inches. She's just been really small. <laughs> yeah. She has a phenomenal figure. Yeah. Um, she always has, but everyone has like their comfortable range mm -hmm. and their uncomfortable yeah. range. Yeah. And I, I'm the last person to judge that. So for people know, and that's something to be aware of too. Like I am my regular size and I'm really happy with my size and I have clients who are a lot smaller than me, you know, and I have clients who are bigger than me, but I think everyone has this moment where they know and it, they feel good and mm -hmm. it's like their fit range yeah. where they're feeling good and they're energized and they're working out and they're eating clean and maybe they're having a little rosé on the weekends and maybe they're having like, you know, a little French fry with their boyfriend <laughs> or hubby. Um, or and, just by themselves. <laughs> or just by themselves. And that's a, and that's a okay too. And yeah. that needs to be okay. Yeah. And so I think, um, you know, I've gotten to work with these women and been um, lucky enough to have referrals to their friends because I'm a realist. Because, no, I'm not going to just do juicing or soups or vegetables. And I'm not going to say that that is realistic for me. And it also feels to me a lot more like a binge and a cleanse cycle. Yeah. Because if I'm forced to cleanse, I'm going to binge. Mm -hmm. Like, it is already it's already in the process because I'm being so restrictive and especially like seeing that, you know, one in a dozen girls have an eating disorder and it's on the rise, especially with this movement of health and wellness and social media and everyone posting their abs. You know, a lot of my Ugh. clients are also bloggers. Like I work with a number of bloggers. I started working with Mariana Hewitt almost two and a half years ago because of that. And she's talked about that on her Instagram. Then, I got the, you know, and then I'm working with the skinny confidential and a couple of other girls. It, they have so much pressure to, to be in bikinis and be on vacation 24 seven and be posting that. And that's, it's just like a lot of pressure that I'm not even ready to, like, I'm like, that's not, I'm not even going to worry about that stuff, you know, but it's their job. And I also I feel like we're going to get into the questions in a second. I know everyone's chomping at the bit, but I also feel like this, there's an interesting thing where it's like with all this body positive stuff, like if you're like, I'll speak from my personal experience. If you're not in a place where you're 100% comfortable with your body, then there's like that other thing that's coming in with obviously women who like know that they shouldn't be down on themselves where it's like you're not even allowed to say you're unhappy. I know. And, and so I it's think like it goes both directions. And like I know like my friends like Elizabeth will be like, I feel enormous. And she's like, you're crazy. Your body's great. And I'm like, right. I get that. But like I just want it to be better. Yeah. For me right now, I have gone a direction that isn't 100% comfortable for me. But that's not to say that I like want to swing completely in the opposite direction sure and you know what it needs to be okay for you to be not okay yeah. with the way you feel in your body at this moment mm -hmm. and and I think when things come out and people are like oh now I'm doing like matcha lattes or I'm into the turmeric thing and we're just every health is in a silo and it's coming at us from every direction yeah. and we start grabbing things and changing and grabbing things I always go back to the science I always go back to the biology because it kind of sets me free and it helps yeah. me find like just like listen to like understanding okay well what is that what is it breaking down to how am I going to metabolize it what's going to happen and then I can make it the choice to have it enjoy it if it is something that maybe isn't totally serving my body or if I'm like you know what like I'd rather have a glass of rosé later 
cool. I can make right. that what about decision. Three glasses. <laughs> what about <laughs> three bottles together with your girlfriend when you're on a vacation for four days in a row? Yeah, it's good. Right. <laughs> <laughs> what friend are you talking about? Um, this girl in front Elizabeth. <laughs> yeah, I think I think body positive is being body positive is really important. Yeah, but on the same token, you have to be a realist and understand that. It, it just, and I don't want to say this to upset your listeners, but men are physically attracted to women first and then mentally and emotionally connected after that. And so, when, and women, when they feel confident about themselves, they could be five pounds heavier or five pounds yeah, lighter. Yeah, that doesn't matter. If they exude the confidence, the guy is going to be attracted. That's what it is. It's not about being thin or being fat. It's how do you feel in your body. And that's the thing. Like, when your clothes are tight and you just, like, you feel, like, restricted, you, you're not going to walk around with, like, you don't look float. at me, I'm beautiful. With it's the not the swagger. Vibe. With the swagger, yeah, yeah. You're, like, pulling up your pants and you're shifty and weird and, like, that's the point. And you spent, point. like, two hours figuring out what you're going to wear to go out and it's just, and you're like. you're sweating because then your jeans fit and this just happened to me yesterday. Yeah. That's kind of like my um, marker for like when I'm feeling good, if I can like get ready really quick. Same. And like like yeah. my clothes just glide on and I'm yeah. like, look at this. And that's a great feeling. And yeah. there's nothing wrong with like wanting to be in your fit range. And I want people to be in their fit range because of the vibes that they're going to give yeah. off because of that, you know? Mm. And if I, if I sit down with someone and they, their goals are to be their high school weight and they haven't been that weight since high school, then it's a deeper issue. And we have to go further into what is this really about? Right. Also, and you're not do 17. we need to? Re- yeah. And do we need to like reset your goals so that you're? Because the problem is, is they're missing out on so much of their life, being miserable yeah. and not being happy till they get to their quote unquote high school weight, and then you've lost life. And then you're gonna look back and be like, why was I not happy when I was 25, 26, oh my God, 27? I look back on my high school photos and I was like so fit and beautiful, and I was such a fucking psycho then about my body. Yeah, it's like so tragic. I'm like, yeah, oh and my you're gonna God. do it again and again and again and right. again. And it's like we gotta start one. You gotta start like the body love movement needs to start now, and it needs to it needs to perpetuate whatever you're doing to bring health and wellness into your life. Mm. So I'm all about adding when people start to restrict and pull out, it feels like deprivation. And then we want to binge. But when we add, when we're like, okay, um, and it, people get scared to overschedule, but if you have like Bonnaroo on the books or like, you know, you're going to go like wine Bonnaroo. tasting in Malibu. Who would do that? <laughs> I know, and you know, you're going to go wine tasting in Malibu or like something and you have, you start looking at your schedule and you're like, Oh my gosh, Oh my gosh. Like all these times I'm going to be drinking and it's not like, or eating bad and it's not going to be serving me. Like I think it's best when my clients start scheduling the good things in mm. add, add, add. How can I, how can I add in a, a, like a really healthy green smoothie that has protein, fat and fiber? How can I add in a yoga class? How can I schedule right. a workout? And you schedule the positives as much as you schedule, as much as allowing the things that maybe are making you a little bit anxious to, to find their way onto your schedule. So protein, fat and fiber, that's like the crux of your system. Yeah. So it's called the fab four. It's protein, fat, fiber, and greens. Okay. And I'm obsessed with it because of the fact that all four of those things when eaten together um, turn off eight hunger hormones in your body. So I'm wow. I'm about regulating hunger hormones instead mm. of fighting not to eat. The hunger games, your hormones. I, I'm literally, <laughs> I am the hunger games. Episode <laughs> <That's laughs> title. Yeah. Hello. That's so good. <laughs> so um, talk to us more about this. I know you have a smoothie breakdown that you recommend every morning. I really am curious. The f- The first thing we consume in the morning is something that's always really fascinated me. Would love to hear your philosophy. Yeah. Um, so for me personally, I really didn't have like a super big, oh, this is fresh information. I've done podcasts mm-hmm. before and this is new, guys. Yes. I was not really Exclusive. a breakfast content. <laughs> I was not really a breakfast person. Like I'd grab my coffee, I'd be out the door. Yeah. And then I found that I was either overeating at lunch, making choices that I didn't want to be making personally, and was like, this has got to stop, and I need to figure something out, and I kind of got into the smoothie game about six years ago, and started making smoothies and I noticed when I pulled back on the fruit and added more fat and added more fiber like chia or flax with my protein powder a fat like an avocado avocado coconut oil almond butter sunflower seed butter olive oil oh my God, I'm obsessed with sunflower seed butter yeah we gotta like you just like gotta pick so the good. one that you like yeah. right so we add um, a serving of protein powder which for most proteins is somewhere between like 18 and 24 grams mm-hmm. which brand do you like <clears throat> so I'm actually coming out with protein powder in September okay. 
September. Fabulous. Chill. Can't wait. But until what are you then, using the interim? <laughs> yeah. Until then, there's a number of brands that I do like. I, I like the, the Tone It Up Girls from Manhattan Beach, actually, because their protein powder has less than five ingredients. Um, I like that a lot because sometimes there's like a paragraph and you're like, what now? Well, can I tell you in some of the like brands that most smoothie places use like Raw Warrior and like Plant Fusion and Vega, they all have like 30 ingredients. And for me to source one pure pea protein, organic, clean, tested three times with three different batches and know that like, okay, this is going to be good. Took me almost a year. Wow. Wow. So if someone is sourcing quinoa protein pea protein rice protein then they're going okay now we're going to ferment some greens and put it in there and then we're going to add enzymes and probiotics if i have a problem with a client having bloating because of a protein powder there is no way in hell i was just gonna say i always get really gassy from protein powders yeah and they can cause that and you look at it and it's like well there's 35 ingredients so steph how are we gonna like figure out what it is (laughs) my body's like (laughs) no one fucking knows yeah like what the problem is for you so what's the brand called so we can find it so i like perfect fit um by the tone it up girls i do like primal kitchens collagen um, collagen proteins. Can we have a conversation about collagen? Side, yes. Side I am level. like, there's so much information and I don't know what's real. Okay. So you have a, you have, uh, when you eat protein, yeah. um, it breaks down to amino acids in your body. Okay. So chicken, steak, eggs, whatever in your stomach, digest. Shrimp. Yeah. Shrimp. Pick your poison, right? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. It's not, I'm like obsessed with protein. So it breaks down to amino acids. There are 20 amino acids. Um, you have essential amino acids and non-essential amino acids. And what collagen is, is inside your cells, um, your cells take on protein like proline, um, and what certain amino acids and they synthesize a strand of collagen in your cell. So that can happen in your bone cell and your cartilage cell and your soft tissue cell. And so it, it's your cells absorbing amino acids and creating a strand, uh, almost like a, um, yeah, like think of like a string, right? Mm -hmm. And then that is in your cheeks. It's in your joints. It's in your bones. So, and it's so funny because people used to think collagen protein was like bad protein because it only included four amino acids, not 10, 12, 15, 17, whatever. And so they always picked protein powders that had more amino acids, not why would they pick collagen only has four. But what they found in, a, in an animal study, which was that 40% or about 40% of the collagen protein was being absorbed in its whole form so now we're skipping a step and Mm. our body doesn't have to synthesize it and it can be used in its whole form less is more so so actually yeah i mean if you're eating if you're someone who's eating protein like shrimp or fish or chicken or whatever you're getting the amino acids to synthesize your own collagen but as we age the synthesis of collagen um you know, it's not as strong. So you age and you're not producing as much or synthesizing as much collagen. It's good to supplement with it. But is it mandatory? Does everyone have to do it now? Does everyone have to have turmeric? Does everyone have to yeah, have right, matcha? Right. Does everyone have to like whatever, right. you know? Um, no, okay. you don't have to. Um, but it also is like one of the simple forms of protein that isn't an allergen. So I like that's that. what I like. Because I, I think when you can get you'll see like a lot of functional medicine mds will use um maybe like a grass-fed whey protein because they know um it's just as simple as simple as grass-fed whey vanilla or chocolate and like that's it so it's a very minimal ingredient so we can get away with minimal ingredients with collagen protein without having a potential for an allergen because because whey dairy, is dairy yeah so dairy is whey casein and lactose well and- and for some people, it causes a problem. Yeah. So just those words. I have an allergic reaction. <laughs> Elizabeth hates white things. Yeah. White food is mayonnaise. So that so. one's called. Oh, yeah. Mayonnaise. Sick. That one, the collagen is called. Primal Kitchen. Primal Kitchen. Okay. Yeah. They're out of Malibu. Mark Sisson was um, like a big athlete and he started this company and he does like Primal Kitchen mayonnaise. Okay. Sorry. That's okay. Um, he does a ranch dressing. They have bars too, right? They have collagen bars. bars. Yes. Okay. Their collagen bars are great because they're like a kind bar, really easy to go for travel. It's definitely on my list of things when people are taking flights like you are Mm -hmm. tonight. Um, It's a great thing because it's 15 grams of of protein, but the net carbohydrates and what's actually turning the blood sugar in your body is low. So the the bar leans mostly protein, fat, and fiber over leaning sugar spike crash. Right. Okay. So back to the smoothie. Mm -hmm. So So the smoothie. That's your protein. 
yeah, so this is the protein. So we add a protein. We add a fat. So fat, like I said, avocado, coconut oil, almond butter, whatever. And you add a fiber. So you can add seeds like chia or flax, or you could add acacia fiber. Um, which psyllium is, husk? Um, psyllium husk is good, too. The difference, though, yeah, I have some people that add psyllium husk. Psyllium husk can tend to be, like, a little aggressive on the inside. <laughs> <laughs> like a little wood Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I did the psyllium husk clay diet for, like, two weeks, and it really cleaned me out. Yeah, it'll keep things moving. Took the biggest poops in the world. <laughs> <laughs> I like that you're pooped wow. Oh, yeah. It was really exciting. And I want everyone to know that it's possible for them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I really like when people are pooping. So it's a big problem we, for me if it, they're not. It's a big problem for them if they're not. Are we yeah. omitting fruit? No, and I movie? don't. And this is like where I get hate mail and DM. And I'm just like, oh, my God. Protein, fiber. What was the fruit? Protein, fat, fiber, and greens. Gr- so oh. we add a handful of greens. Spinach. Okay, if someone doesn't like it to be super green, we'll add microgreens, which gives you just as much nutrition in a small little handful. Um, if you think kale is bitter, go with baby kale. It's a lot more mellow. Um, but then we add fruit for flavor. If someone wants to do that, if someone doesn't want to add fruit for flavor, they don't have to. What's like a chill, non-bloating, low sugar fruit? Berries. Okay. Okay. So I was going to read off what I put in my smoothie and tell me if, how it should be altered. Let's do it. Okay. So hemp milk. Read off from your brain. Reading off from my brain. Blueberries, uh, veggie protein, like a pea protein Uh and almond butter. Okay, so how many? How much blueberries? And then sometimes like half a banana. Okay, like a handful of frozen wild blueberries because the medical medium says that that's what we're supposed to have. Oh my god! <laughs> okay, totally. You haven't met the medical medium. No, but I've read the book. All right, sure. Reddish. I'm like, think, you read a book. The, the, <laughs> I was just at Goop yesterday after my like book launch luncheon actually, and they were like, "Do you need the medical medium's book? Do you need like?" And they always have like these cool people, uh, yeah, writing like, for yeah. their site. And I was like, and it was like a library. I'm like, I'll take one of those. Medical I'll take mediums. One of those. I have a friend, former guest Kimberly Vanderbeek, who's like swears by everything I would like to meet the says. medical medium yeah they're putting that one out there too yeah we're just putting if all the guys, yeah hey if guys, all the mediums are listening are you guys, you guys hearing us right <laughs> um okay so what I would do yeah. is I would omit the banana okay I would make sure that your blueberries are coming in at like a fourth to a half a cup okay and then do you think her tiny hand is a fourth of a cup um <laughs> Yeah, I mean, if you just, but you do have kind of small hands, <laughs> carny hands in here, guys. <laughs> Shh, don't tell anyone. No, um, yeah, I think your, I think your, your mini child hand yeah. would hold like a perfect little. I got a huge dick, though, guys. Don't worry. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I would just lower that. Okay, and then I would want to think about how to keep you full. So, like, when you have that smoothie and you have it for breakfast, what time are you feeling that you're getting hungry? Like an hour. I'm a later. lunch person. Okay, so. I've recently kind of held off from eating breakfast right away and then going to work out and then Good. eating afterwards. Love that. That was kind of going to be my next question. Love that. I love a fasted workout. I think you get the benefits of intermittent fasting without having to do it. Really? Yeah. Okay. Increase of human growth hormone, better for muscle tone. Unless you have massive cortisol issues, um, then which I don't think you do. You seem like fucking chill. Thank you. I don't think I can fast and work out. I mean, it would. You would just have to give it a try and see if, if it works we, for you. If we then did, I get, like, really hungry right after. Right, we'd want you to eat right after. If yeah. we did need to eat something before we go work out, what's the best option? That's a good question. I think if if someone needed a little something, I would say that would be the perfect time to have an all green juice because mm. although people are really are like, oh my god, it's all greens. The delivery mechanism that you're getting your all green juice is pure glucose sugar water mm. um because there's no fiber that's in, that's it, that sugar is not wrapped up in fiber and it's not requiring your body to actually break down the cellulose and the fibers of that of that vegetable so it mainlines itself into your bloodstream even mm. if someone gets to the hospital and has low blood sugar they give them juice right it brings it right back up right and so when you ride that blood sugar roller coaster up you're gonna ride it you're going to crash down and you're going to be a lot more hungry. So I'd want whatever you're having before that workout to give you a little bit of energy, but not give you too much sugar and also kind of wake you up. And I think that's, that would be probably a great Mm. option. Love that. All right. You mentioned coconut oil, which segues us perfectly into a listener question that we probably got four or five of. Yeah, sure. In regards to the (laughs) USA Today article saying that coconut Oil isn't healthy for you. Because USA Today is the best journalism around. Everyone knows that. Um, Tell us your take on this. Okay. So 
The American Heart Association has maintained their opinion about saturated fats for the last 20 years. It's not changing, and there's a lot that goes into that. Mm-hmm. Now, coconut oil is full of saturated fat, and there has been a link to sat- with saturated fat and an increase, increase in cholesterol, which even the doctors that t- tell you that coconut oil is good for you, they understand that correlation and that connection. Um, but it's different than... Th- it's it's that doesn't mean that it's bad for you so coconut oil has a lot of really awesome benefits the medium chain triglycerides which are mcts inside of coconut oil are known for speeding up metabolism helping people lose weight um, being uh, neuroprotective for the brain Um, coconut oil contains lauric acid lauric acid helps kill off yeast and candida in the gut and keep your bacterial balance and ecosystem inside your intestines to be good. So for me, no, it didn't change my opinion. I definitely had a number of clients who were like, you told me to have coconut oil. And this article came out and my, you know, everyone's freaking out. Um, so I just sent them a couple of studies showing the positive side of it because it's unfortunate. But when you, when you read the article, it says that they're promoting, um, peanut and corn oil, Mm. which are two really big businesses, two really big agricultural businesses in the United States with a lot of money and um, a lot of funding. And when you think about study and study design, it's really important to understand, like, was it a double blind study? How many people were included? Who Who funded funded it? it? (laughs) But are there certain people that having, like, I know, like, high cholesterol runs in my family. Sure. So there must be some people who really shouldn't be having a high amount of yeah, I mean, or does I it, have like, cancel itself out. No, I have a client who has a really strong family history of high cholesterol, and um, and we, you know, she wanted to do bulletproof coffee and was like really excited about it. And I had to say, like, you know, maybe for you, we do if you want to try a, a modified version of that, you would do like a little bit of a little bit of ghee or a little bit of MCT oil, but I wouldn't do, it wouldn't be an everyday thing for me to recommend you to do that. Mm. And I think that's really important because everyone has bio-individuality. We all have different genetics. We all have a different ecosystem of bacteria in our gut. We all have different stress levels and, um, and it, you know, it comes down to like your ability to even hold on to muscle mass. You know, those girls who can literally like have a 20 piece of chicken nuggets at McDonald's and they're like, and there are my abs, you know? <laughs> what? Oh, yeah. Martian. And I'm like, why does Kimmy still have her high school body? <laughs> so, like, would MCT oil be... So, that just sparks my mind. Would it be better to just go right for the MCT oil over the coconut oil? Um, MCT oil is still just saturated fat. Okay. So, um, same, so same, same, thing. same. Yeah, I would just say, like, if you have a family history of high cholesterol... I would be aware of that for coconut oil. It doesn't mean that I would like redline it off your grocery list forever or something like that. But um, there are really cool new fats that that have been coming out. Like people are really excited about avocado oil. It has a really high smoke point. Mm-hmm. It's not a saturated fat. Mm. Um, same with algae oil, which is super sustainable. Can you put avocado oil in a smoothie? Oh, absolutely. That sounds yummy. And then what's the best for cooking? You mentioned smoke point. So that's a big controversy, air quotes, with... Um, olive oil is that it can yeah, kind so of burn off and be no bueno. Yeah, so you have a couple of things in what play. What is the controversy with olive oil? Sorry, my Italian no. self can't hear that. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, it's it perfect. Not <laughs> yeah. Perfect oil. Yeah, no, olive oil is a beautiful oil. And I think, um, you know, what the problem becomes when you have polyunsaturated or monounsaturated fats, they are... Li- are those the good ones? They're the heart healthy fats, okay. right? Um, they're liquid at room temperature for the most part. That's like your olive oils. When you look at saturated fats like coconut oil and well, that's why it gets hard they get hard and that has yeah, to do fun. i'm gonna geek out right now <laughs> that has to do with actually the way that the fatty acid strand works cool so um when it's unsaturated there's a double bond that makes it kink and so that those fatty acid strands don't stack really tightly together so they stay liquid whereas co- coconut oil and ghee and these things that are really high in saturated fats because the strands can almost like line up and be tightly connected it becomes saturated or it becomes solid at room temperature oh my god mind blown so there's there's kind of a two-pronged of, uh, approach here one you want a really high smoke point because you don't want the, the we never want an oil to smoke because that means it's oxidizing right mm. and that can be carcinogenic two the the difference between 
unsaturated and saturated is unsaturated um, can go rancid a little bit easier. It's a little bit more delicate. So like an olive oil is a little bit more delicate than a coconut oil. And you want to make sure that one, your olive oil and all that is a really dark container. You screw on the lid really tight every time because oxygen and light can break down that oil. So yeah, so I'm totally down with cooking. Like I bake with olive oil sometimes, but you just want to know the smoke point. And if you do... If you bake at 350, that's a pretty good smoke point for olive oil. It's not going to take it, you know, but olive oil doesn't have a 450 degree smoke point. So if you're going to broil something or roast something or wok fry something, I definitely recommend something that has either, either you're using a coconut oil with a 400 to 450 degree smoke point and it's saturated. So it's a little more stable. It's not going to like break down and become rancid and or oxidate. But I don't love cooking with coconut oil because it's so sweet. Because it for tastes like, like root, sunscreen? Yeah, yeah, only like root veggies or something that's like on the Already sweeter side sweet. can yeah. I really get down with or like baking. So would that totally. be where like an avocado oil would come in handy? Exactly. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Oils. We had a ton of questions about that. Yeah. Just be careful. Look like if you're if whatever's in your pan looks a little brown it's no bueno wipe it out start again okay bring your heat a little bit lower i think amateur chefs go like full blast it'll be done faster (laughs) right right you have so many beautiful recipes in the book which is really exciting which i can't it's so exciting to have you here because we didn't even really plan it in the fact that you had a book coming out this week yeah but um (laughs) here we are so that's beautiful can i ask a question Mm -hmm. of my own which maybe some listeners care about so for me (laughs) i feel like when it comes to exercising and nutrition the the areas and i feel like this is just a woman thing that gather are like stomach lower stomach and like the the, the saddlebag side side side, side thigh, thigh. <laughs> side thigh. Not, not to be confused with side eye yeah. which we love <laughs> well, I'm giving my side thigh the side <laughs> eye and um obviously I know with like exercise those things tend to burn off but I find that the, that's the last place that you lean I out everywhere see else first. anything yeah yeah um with someone looking to ditch a little weight in the stomach area and or the saddlebag area, um, a couple things come up for me. Um, one, I would want to look at your day in the life of you and kind of track your sugar intake and not just your sugar intake, mm. your, your, your simple carbohydrates that are turning to sugar, vegan, fun energy ball. Uh, like rebel nut milk with matcha, like all these little right. things add up. And unfortunately your body can only metabolize some. A certain yeah, amount I at how a much, time. Like, subtle sugar I'm consuming because I don't like eat candy, but like, but yeah, but if, it's in stuff. Like yeah. even in my almond milk, I know there's sugar. Yeah, I mean that's the kind of stuff that we would start to track and look yeah. at for you because I think we don't realize sometimes if we're self sabotaging, mm. and also we need to understand that just because it's a natural sugar, like people are always like, fruit is so different than granulated sugar, and I'm like, most granulated mm. sugar is made from beets which is actually a vegetable, mm-hmm. but if, but it's processed down so that you just have the sugar, but in your body, if you're blending a smoothie and, or drinking a juice and, or using a, like some type of fruit based syrup in like a vegan baked good, it's actually going to be metabolized down to the same mm. end product and your body has to do something with that. So, um, yeah, I'd probably look at that. And then the other thing would be estrogen. Like if you have excess estrogen in your body, I think I do cause my tits get really sore. Same. Yeah. I mean, it's pretty common nowadays. Um, and it's a really interesting, it's, it, it's really interesting for me just because, um, coming from like a breast cancer space, cancer can feed off of estrogen and there's estrogen receptors on cancer cells. So I'm always like pretty aware of the phytoestrogens in my food. So it's interesting mm. to me when, when there is a movement around, um, an anti-cancer diet being vegan and promoting soy because soy tofu has 10 to so 60 times, estrogen. 10 to 60 times the phytoestrogens as like flax seeds or garbanzo beans. And when we talk about that wow, and people are like, yeah, but in Japan people don't, people have the lowest cancer rates and they eat lots of soy, well, but they actually, Japanese. well, they actually have like on average less than two tablespoons. Oh, yeah, because they, they so, eat the thing. Yeah, so they have less <laughs> than we do. And when you think about, I mean, the whole soy story is a great book to read if people mm. are interested in learning more about the phytoestrogens in, uh, involved in um, in your food. How do you lower your estrogen levels? Like, is there foods like more greens? 
yeah, actually there's ways, there are things that you can do like li- ligands are like a, a chemical. Huh? That's like a, it's like, um, <laughs> yeah, that was funny. In there, English? There, there are certain, there are certain foods that have antioxidants and phytochemicals that can help your body detox estrogen, meaning help, help. Uh, bind to estrogen and pull it from your body. Okay. So you want to increase your leafy greens, um, but I can I can get you guys a list to add in the show notes. If oh, you're that'd be awesome. perfect. Yeah, yeah, that would be so great. Should we ask another listener question? Yeah. Um, and what I thought I said, what does Kelly look like? But <laughs> I read something else. <laughs> um, I'm five six. I'm brunette. I, <laughs> I have brown eyes. Great skin. <laughs> I have a really really bad spray tan right now. <laughs> Her foot is been literally there. brown. <laughs> Looks like I've been walking in dirt for like two days. Did you come back from? I did it in Venice. So People are always barefoot. This yeah. is an interesting question because I am. I experienced something really similar to this. But someone asked, um, "What's the deal with gluten and dairy's reaction to acne?" And is it necessary to cut those things out in order to clear your skin? Um, I think it depends on people's gut health. So um, a lot of times people with acne issues have bacterial imbalance or dysbiosis in the gut. And what Mm. that means is that you have maybe some more overgrowth of bad bacteria in the gut and not as many good bugs. And so people take probiotics, they eat fermented foods, they like get all excited about that stuff. Um, but the thing is, is it would be interesting for that person to do like a poop test with a functional medicine doctor. Been there. Yeah. It's lived fun. there. <laughs> You're like pooping in a takeout box. Literally <laughs> sent my poop in the mail and the guy flipped over the box and it said stool sample on it. And then we made prolonged eye contact and I was just like, this is the worst moment of my life. He's like, so we're all good. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to die. Yeah. <laughs> yeah um, so I think it's important for that. But when you talk about um, dairy, uh, lactose in general, like sugars feed yeast and candida and, and can. Mm. And if anyone has an allergen to gluten or dairy and or those things end up feeding that that bacteria and or the lectins or the gluten in the food that you're eating or breaking down your gut bacteria or you're, you're breaking down your intestines, then you might have intestinal inflammation. And so really the gut dictates the skin. And, and so we, we, I can't give like a one blanket blanket answer answer for anyone, but, um, but I think being a lab rat is really important and getting second and third opinions is really important. And like going to people that are trusted and like, I've had so many clients send me their LCAT tests and the MRT tests for food allergies. And I'm like, let me break it down to you. That isn't actually adequate. It actually isn't a good test. They're taking your blood and putting it on a like piece of glass that has a dried food sample on it and seeing what happens to the cells. They're not actually looking at your blood for antibodies or immune response. Yeah. Well, in your poop, they're going to be looking for bacteria because your 60% of like the actual dry weight of your stool is dead bacteria. So they're looking at like what's, what's really happening. Like I'm gluten intolerant, lactose intolerant, and I'm allergic to egg whites from my poop. Well, those are three of the most, three of the seven highest food intolerances. Really? Yeah. So can I ask you a question about the gluten intolerance thing though? Because I've read other studies like, okay, I could go to Europe or go away and yeah. eat like all the bread in the world and I'm fine. Sure. And then I come home and it's a different situation. So I read something that said that it's actually just the the content of gluten that's in American food as like filler and like cheaply produced more than it's actually like we can tolerate a certain level is that yeah i mean i think i well definitely the gluten in american grown wheat is a lot stronger and we're gmo issues and we we have fast growth um so you know it's it's like any of the industrial things that we're raising cattle we're raising corn we're raising wheat we're doing it and we're trying to do it fast Mm -hmm. and when you do it fast and you do it cheap and the soil isn't great preservatives and you're gmoing it and the the gluten content is higher that raises the red flag because you know those are the things gluten is what how the plant protects itself from predators so it's actually can be a toxin in overdose yeah wow so it's a protein inside but but it also makes people makes animals not want to eat it right so but the interesting thing is is celiac rates in europe like in italy and in france are the same as they are in the united states so when you talk about actual autoimmunity it's the same when you talk about intolerance and people not feeling great you see it it it's a bigger deal here in the united states and i think it just you know 
it's funny because people are like, I, I can eat gluten in Europe. And I'm like, it's actually the, the celiac rates are exactly the same, but you might feel a little less tolerant here. Well, if you're celiac, on... it's different than if you're intolerant. Exactly. And there's That's a lot just of like people a disease. that, yeah, there are a lot of people that are intolerant. There's over 19,000 PubMed um, research articles linking gluten to autoimmunity. So, right. and autoimmunity is when you, your body is literally attacking itself. So if we've gotten to that point, you probably had years of breakdown. Yeah. So what's your stance? Let's say there's someone who isn't celiac, who doesn't necessarily have an autoimmune response to gluten. Where do you stand with that? Yeah, I mean, it just kind of depends on the client. Like I, I work I work with all kinds of people. It's not just people getting ready for like movies or red carpet stuff. I have someone with gout. I have someone with heart disease. Like I have like someone's dad who's like a financial planner, you know, I have a number of different clients. And so, you know, like I'm thinking of this dad that was I like, I see a folder that says someone's down. <laughs> Doesn't need to say their name. Yeah. You know, so like I, I'm thinking of this, um, this one guy that I work with is a financial planner. And I mean, if I were to tell uh, this guy, I almost said his name, sorry, NDAs <laughs> or HIPAA compliance. Here we go. Um, if I were to tell him to like cut out gluten, it, he would be lost. I need, I need, I had to do things in priority for me. Right. He needed to understand his blood sugar. He needed to start to pull out processed sugars. He needed to pull out chemicals. He needed to like start to source better proteins. And then we went for a higher fiber bread. That's whole wheat versus a uh, gluten free bread. Because for him, I really was more about balancing his blood sugar and just having him feel a little bit better. And then, giving him something that's gluten-free because I think people jump on the gluten-free bandwagon and the gluten-free crackers of bread might actually spike their blood sugar higher. It might so many ingredients. Yeah. It It might be really a lot more sugar than you would have in just like a plain, you know, so I have him on, I think it's called Dave's killer bread, which, you know, they have like the thinly sliced ones or whatever. Yeah. I think it's actually at, um, you know, whatever that place is called, Whole Foods, right around the corner. That little place. (laughs) Amazon.com. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, seriously. (laughs) Congratulations, Amazon. Yeah. Um, Okay, that's interesting. I also feel like gluten's one of those things, like like retrograde, where people are just like throwing it it around and saying it, and it's like become just like the bandwagon thing in like a real way. And what movie was that where they're like, what even is gluten? I think it was like a Seth Rogen movie. (laughs) And they couldn't, that he's like, you know, you know, and nobody really knows what it even is. Well, it's so funny to me too, because people are always like, I'm gluten free, I'm gluten free, gluten's so bad for you, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, guys, actually the thing that's breaking down your intestines is called gliadin. It's the other protein in wheat. But everyone's like, I'm gluten intolerant. And I'm like, you're probably gliadin intolerant, but that's just is it just because gliden isn't as cool sounding yeah having cut out gluten because of my skin issues i did feel better yeah just in general but, but i also really grains. avoided grains in yeah. general it wasn't yeah. really like the gluten the majority of the gluten-free options that are like substitutes aside from the gluten-free bread at hugo's love it so much oh my god flatbread um, bye I, I don't really like because the amount of ingredients kind of scare me. Yeah. No, I think I think you're on the right track. I think the more you can get back to whole foods and people get really obsessed. People are like, you need to have grains or you need to have carbs. And, and I think you need to have carbs, a certain amount of carbs to get some glucose but if you're like, living off glucose. But you don't. What's really. a good carb? Like a sweet potato? Because like, yeah. I used to do so many rice things because I started doing gluten free in 2005 because I um, have pernicious anemia. So my stomach doesn't have... Um, br- uh, intrinsic factor okay. so like like bad digestion always yeah and then I would always eat rice stuff and I, then I was constantly just like living instead of being bloated totally. and then it wasn't until I met like a functional medicine doctor that was like you're type O blood you shouldn't be having grains yeah I was like oh they're like it's not just gluten it's all these things yeah corn too forget about it yeah Bye. It's good. I mean, you don't you don't need that stuff. And the thing is, is like you don't have to be like, I'm never going to have that ever, ever again. Like you might have a bite of a corn tortilla at like a Mexican food restaurant or whatever. A bite? A bite. <laughs> yeah, same. No, but that's the conversation. <laughs> or like, like a taco it's or like chips. Like, that's the chips. It it's what do you keep in your home versus what do you do when you go out? And I think Love that's that. the main thing. That's such like exactly right. You know, because you got to be able to live your life. Yeah. yeah. And, and you don't want to be out being like weird and restrictive. And that sucks for you. Yeah, exactly. But like, let's say we did get a few questions in regards to wanting to lose a little bit of weight. Sure. And like the question My was, wheelhouse. can we, can we <laughs> approaching, approaching weight loss while being mindful of past disordered eating and how to Great really question. manage that and also get results? Sure. I mean, like I'm a really big fan of eating. Same. Uh, Love so, chewing. I'm on board. We're, we're, so. we're, we're 
huge proponents. Well, yeah. <laughs> so I'm actually of the, I'm of the mentality that you shouldn't be snacking, that you should have three real meals a day, that those real meals should turn off your hunger hormones, make you feel good, last in your body four to six hours. And when you start to burn through those, your body should have physical responses to that. Like you might find yourself sweating for some people when they start to burn fat, they get halitosis or like a layer on their tongue. You might feel, you shouldn't feel shaky, low blood sugar. I'm going to kill someone. You should start to feel your body kick in. And that would be glucagon is the hormone that's released from your pancreas. It's almost like the yin to the yang of insulin. So insulin puts away sugar and puts away, um, puts away basically like manages blood sugar. So it puts it away. So it's a storage hormone and glucagon is almost like the hormone that is real. That's the releasing hormone. So it frees up free fatty acids. Glucagon. It sounds like a superhero. Yeah. <laughs> if I was a superhero, I'd be glucagon. <laughs> it lowers cholesterol and it like breaks down fat. That's so. awesome. Fuck yeah. Um, so like, can you walk us through sure. a day? Yeah. I mean, I think disordered eating goes, comes back to like people just, counting calories I think it's a default mode for most people because they will listen to something and try something and maybe they cut out a food group or they become vegan or vegetarian or paleo or whole 30 or whatever but it might not work and they don't know why so then they just go back to counting calories Mm. and then they go okay well I'll have a 200 calorie breakfast a 400 calorie lunch and then they end up eating their face off at dinner and it totally derails them so I'd much rather say okay well let's bank on like depending on someone's metabolic rate 15 1700 calories and let's spread that, that let's do like let's like make a big bang let's do a, a 500 calorie smoothie we'll have a 500 calorie bowl or salad and then we'll have a 500 calorie like a protein and a couple of warm sides so for me that's normally like my day I like depending on whether I'm craving like from my period then I'm like I need chocolate almond butter coconut oil and I'll sneak in a handful of spinach and it'll still just taste like an almond butter cup to me mm. and then for lunch I might go like you know, if I'm by Erwan, I might do a collard wrap with like tuna inside. Hey, oh, <laughs> salmon! Amazing, so yummy. Yeah. So, what about like eating the whole greens. thing? Because I think that my thing is portion. So, like, are you supposed to have half of that, or can you go with the full? The only portion? reason why I ate half is because I had I had eaten like an hour before. Well, I think people shouldn't um, shouldn't li- like the problem becomes when people are like it's 7 a.m. this when I have breakfast it's noon this when I have lunch it's six this when I have dinner you have to start to turn off like social social norms and rethink like when am I actually hungry Mm. you know and I think depending on the food you can start to see like you disconnect with social norms on like times to eat and if you have the flexibility and you don't have a scheduled dinner or a scheduled lunch you can kind of actually start to listen to your body again and see like well how long is this smoothie lasting me not just like it's lunchtime I'm so excited I want x like if you know what you want before you even think about lunch it's more of like a an emotional craving Mm -hmm. than it is actual Mm. physical hunger and I try to steer people away from if it's exactly like I want the cookie from gluten-free cookie from beaming you know it's like Okay, that's because it's you're like, like who hurt you? Sad. <laughs> Are, it's like Ellen DeGeneres is like stand up. Are you sad? Yeah. Are you lonely? You're like now I am. You know? but sometimes it's fun to just satisfy a craving and and kind of have that moment with yourself. And I feel like that's something to fight through if you are someone who has disordered eating, like. I don't know, to, yeah. s- to want that and then say I can't have it, that's more sad. Well, that is sad, and that's also going to increase your craving. So, right. like, a good option, like, people are always like, well, do you, do you never have real pizza? Do you just have cauliflower pizza or something like that? I'm like, look, I use those as a stopgap. I might say, yeah, like, I really feel like John and Vinny's. Um, pizza but if, place in LA. Yeah, so but if, if I know I'm going to go for a friend's birthday in, like, two weeks, then I'm going to use the, use the, like, I don't know, use a cauliflower crust on a Friday as an, as a, as a way to be like, I still feel like pizza. I'm going to make this one this Friday. And like, I know I got that John and Vinny's coming in a week. Yeah. You know, not like treat yourself every day. I think you need to ask yourself like, what am I celebrating? And I always try to tell my clients, you need to be celebrating you. Like, did you get a, did you get a, a job or, you know, a movie role? Did, is it your birthday? Is it your anniversary? Like, so many times you're like, happy, happy birthday. Happy, happy birthday. It's the office party for yes. everyone. Cupcakes. Birthdays every in week. May, you know? And yeah. you're like, do you even really like cookies or cupcakes? Like, eat it if, if it's your thing. Like, if your thing is coconut cream pie, like, save that for when you want to ha- Like, save that as your dessert and, like, 
treat yourself when it's a Friday, when you, when you're feeling good, when you're with your like girlfriend or boyfriend and like, that's when you treat yourself. You don't just like eat it because it's there. And unfortunately, like with the Instagram and like food porn and all that shit, people are like, um, this donut company sent me my name and donuts so I'm gonna have to eat one you know it's like if you're not a donut person like save it for your freaking coconut cream pie on Friday right you know so back to the the day in the eating yeah dinner what's what's good oh I mean I'm like I'm just a like pretty simple person Mm -hmm. so I'm looking for like a clean piece of protein and a couple veggie sides it's kind of back to that like Nick at night style. I'm like, <laughs> and I watched your shepherd's pie video and I was like salivating at my computer. Oh, thanks. And so yeah. easy to make that. Super easy. Yeah. I, I like, I like like a healthy mixes on like old classics. Yeah. Like the shepherd's pie is bison and cauliflower, but it's got like some really good Kerrygold gold herb butter in there. And I think if you got that, that fat and that salt, you're still going to have that satisfaction punch and be, it, None, nothing that I make is over 30 minutes. Like I just don't have time for and that's it. All in the book. Yeah. I don't like to like go to whole foods and spend a, uh, you know, 150 bucks to make dinner on a Friday and then not know how to use the 30 ingredients I bought for that one recipe. Right. So real. Yeah. You know, it's just like, uh, I could rather buy a new pair of jeans. Well, we're sure. so excited because yeah. we're giving away a book to our listeners. Yes, you are. Um, if you guys leave a review on that So Retrogrades page on iTunes and send us a screenshot. Nothing comes for free in this life. Yeah, no. Uh, <laughs> send us a screenshot to that's so retrograde at gmail.com. We will pick a winner within the next week. Yes. And, uh, You'll get this beautiful book. It's so incredible. I want it. So exciting. Can I write a review and get the book? Um, yes. Okay, cool. <laughs> um, and if you have already written a review, just resend us a screenshot. Sure. Um, Kelly, we, I feel like we could talk to you forever. forever. So Heck we'll yeah. probably need you to come back. I'll be back. Um, okay, great. You're so wonderful. Uh, tell our listeners where they can find you online. And you're also about to do a book tour, correct? I am going to do a book tour. So I'm kind of uh, hitting up eight states all over the u.s of a so flying to new york on sunday miami chicago austin phoenix san francisco nashville la i think that's all of them i don't know portland Uh, but you can find me socially at bewellbykelly.com or all my handles are at bewellbykelly so i got pretty lucky with that amazing thank you so much for sharing your knowledge and your fun energy with us today groovy awesome thank you Yes, that's a retrograde. So today's Roses and Thorns is brought to you by Lola Tampons. Ooh, Lola. I love them so much. Major Rose. Super. They're really cool because what we learned when we had them on the show is that most major tampon brands use synthetic ingredients like polyester and rayon, and you're putting that inside and of your body. And bleach. It's so gross. Yes, and bleach. Like what? And Lola's tampons are 100% organic, and they also do liners and applicator lists now. That's incredible. A subscription service, mm-hmm. so you never have that, oh, fuck, I forgot to go to the drugstore and get tampons and before they come it's too with late. A mixture of tampons. Yeah, you can mix it however you want so however big your vagina is and however heavy your flow is they got you they got you that's important <laughs> and if you order through that so retrograde there's a promo code 60% off your first order from mylolo.com which is insane Again, promo code retrograde promo code retrograde and I just love it because whenever at that time of the month you have tampons I feel like I'm always just going to the store yeah. and being like oh shit no I feel so grown up now that I like have ta- like an arsenal of tampons <laughs> yeah. it's like oh this is something that happens every month but yet I always forget alright well let's namaste Lola subscribers let's do it <laughs> it's time for RNT those stems and leaves it's time for RNT those stems and leaves who's down with RNT the T is Elizabeth is with RNT? Yeah, you know me. Let's do it, Elizabeth. It's like we have a jingle, but then we have to say the jingle afterwards. I think it's because we're not hearing it, and we just need to like get into the vibe. Yeah. Don't tell anyone that we don't hear it like you guys yeah, do. Yeah, guys, guys, inside insider. Sorry, we just ruined it. We just, <laughs> we just ruined the illusion. The <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this was like, I would I would say this is kind of a rose now. Um, I would you took- say it's a Rosacea, uh, or is that your thorn? That I wasn't gonna do that one yet, but we'll oh. go right to the rosacea. Sure. Sorry. No, it's fine. Um, so, guys, skin issue diagnosed as rosacea. 
Little known fact, rosacea can appear in multiple different forms, not yes. just as rosy patches. Exactly. Or a bulbous nose, which is another reaction. Yikes. It is? I thought that yeah. was gout. I, apparently, bulbous <laughs> nose is something that we need to worry about in like our health journeys. Who knew? Scary. Um, I saw so that on an episode of Botched once. The third doctor that I went to took one look at it and was like, oh, that's rosacea. Amazing. Amazing. That's why we always Shout get- out to Dr. Ehrlich. And you know what? You were told to do other things mm-hmm. and you didn't feel right for you. Exactly. And so you kept getting an opinion that till it felt aligned and you found one. Exactly. It Proud was the best. And it's looking better. Thank you. It's honestly was the best example of trusting your gut. And like, you know, we talk about that so often. Mm-hmm. And then I lived it and mm-hmm. was like, oh, this does not I was not like, feel just right. take Accutane. Like, yeah. I was like, the witch hazel is like the worst thing really? ever for rosacea. And I was like, you kept being like, just do witch hazel. Mm-hmm. So. No, you knew. Almost, almost fucked me over stuff. No, no you told me it dries you out, so I, I dropped um, it. No, but, so yeah, rosacea. Apparently, heat, cold, strenuous exercise, alcohol, not gluten, but all those things are true. Congratulations. I know, right? Yeah. But, um, so now I am on a morning, uh, so at, in the evening, I'm using something called Sulantra. Not to be confused with cilantro. Yeah, yeah, not to be confused, which is (laughs) kills the issue in the evening. And then I'm using a super gentle cleanser um, from Skin Worship, actually. The people that own Body Vibes. It's great. And then after I work out, I'm using what the doctor prescribed, which is sulfa cleanse, which is like a sulfur wash. Mm -hmm. Um, But going gentle on that, like kind of doing one thing at a time and also taking like a decongestant because mm. apparently that has something to do with it. Unbelievable. I'm so happy you found yeah, it. Yeah. So it's start- I'm it like a week a thorn in. and now it's a rose. It's a rosacea. Yeah. There you go. Uh, hi. Okay. Um, my rose is, um, happy summer. Happy summer solstice guys. We're cool for the summer. Um, I'm thick for the summer. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's summer and I'm so excited. I can feel, feel it. the vibes. Yes. I woke up this morning was like, it's summer. It's just like, yeah. it's so fucking hot, which is kind of thorny, but it just makes me want to like have more fun, wear less clothes, get Drink more, more rose. And just, I'm just stoked. Same. And I'm going to New York tomorrow and I'm just going to wear all bag dresses and sweat my way through the streets and I can't wait. Live it. Rose. Rose. Summer. Can you believe it's here? I'm, I can believe it and I'm ready. Whew. I love summer. Yeah. Summer, summer break. break. <laughs> So this rose, it was like, it's a whatever. I don't know. I guess it might be a rose. You guys tell me. So I purchased the much talked about cauliflower crust from Trader Joe's, which is a gluten-free, dairy-free, wheat-free, all the free things. Um, It's like a, it's like a corn flour and cauliflower combination crust. Mm -hmm. First time I did it, which I, uh, tracked on my insta story i saw it i really like took a step out of my comfort zone i, know, I was, was like, like wow I should, is she a food blogger i was like do i do i know how to use this thing also she labeled all of the ingredients as this stuff <laughs> <laughs> didn't take the time to label what it was Just trying something <laughs> so i followed the directions on the package and it which is 450 for 10 to 12 minutes each side to be honest you guys no so i did it a second time and I pretty much crisped the shit out of it to where it almost looked like it was burning. So it was at 450 for probably like 15 to 18 minutes, I would say. Then you put the toppings on it and then put it back in the broiler. And it was phenomenal. But I also, Yum. the second time, I also used pepperoni and real cheese. So I think that also helped the situation sure. as well. Whereas the first time it was mushrooms and nutritional yeast. But I was cooking for the boyfriend and it's like you're in a different you gotta be like there need, needs to be filling know your audience exactly it's also the thorn of it is it says it's 80 calories a serving this thing is that tiny fucking circle there's no way i'm having how many one, servings are six oh. i'm like child please <laughs> like that's not what's happening that's insane but it's still like a reasonable amount what are the other ingredients I'd have to look that up, but the main component is like a corn flour. So it kind of tastes like a really bland polenta okay, um, with a cauliflower binding. Interesting. Um, but check it out. It's funny. I didn't even realize it was like as big of a deal as it was. I just saw it and was like, oh, cool. I'm going to try this what out. Kelly Levesque would say it did a little this. internet search. Apparently, like the internet went wild for it. Oh. It was a whole thing. Twitter versus But guys, listen to me. Overcook the shit out of it and then you'll be pleased. I trust you. Also drizzle it with olive oil after you flip it. 
obviously. There we go. I'm on board with that. Thank you. I have a fun food rose too. Yeah. Well, sometimes I like to eat Mexican food and I don't like to leave my house. So <laughs> I bought this thing at Sprouts called Trace Latin Foods and they make all these different pupusas. Is it like a local or is it? No, I think it's like everywhere distributed. at Where, where else are Sprouts? I bet they also sell it at Whole Foods. Okay. Um, and it's called Trace Latin Foods and it's a bean and cheese pupusa. Ooh, God, I hate that word. I know. Pupusa. (laughs) Um, And it's really small, so it's like just a cute little tiny serving. And I had it. It was kind of like, even though it's not a sweet item, I had it as like a little dessert. Is it like a cornbready thing? Yeah. Okay. And it was really tasty. Amazing. I mean, sometimes I like to buy frozen foods and then I forget that I bought them. A dream, but then I'm happy because when I run out of f- fresh foods, then I'm, there it is. It's in my freezer, and I had it this morning, and I was like, I should talk about how delicious this is. There you go. So check it out, Here you guys. Trace Latin. Okay, here's the thorn. Yeah. All right, we've gotten a lot of emails, a lot of Instagram messages about this. We know that our shaman Durek and spiritual owl episodes have, have gone, gone missing. missing. Okay, we are not pleased. We are not pleased. It's retrograde. Yeah. It's thing to happen so while not in retrograde. It's yeah. so retrograde. Yeah. So that's what happened. We'll just have them back on if we can't recover it, but we hopefully can. Hopefully we can, but obviously they're two of our most favorite people. Yeah. And um, they're going to come back around. such strong episodes, which is like I know. such... I, I have it, faith that we're going to find them. It breaks my heart. They're, they live somewhere. Right. Somebody... Someone has someone them. Someone has them. We'll find them. All right. So... Welcome Just back to Mama. Shout out uh, again. We have a contest to win Kelly's book, Ugh. which comes out on Tuesday. What great timing! Great timing. Um, so again, you can just. Write us a review. Send us an email. That's so retrograde at gmail.com. And just send us an email. At that's so retrograde at gmail.com because we love hearing from you. Yeah, regardless. Regardless. You're regardless. Um, hey, guys. I'm Elizabeth Cott. And I'm Stephanie Simbari. This is That's So Retrograde. And why don't you know I'm going to stay listening. Okay. Bye. Yes, That's So Retrograde.